0: Well, tonight, we're gonna have a pizza party. Pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, Hey Mary-Kate and Ashley are really cool. It would be so much fun to hang out with them. We can
1: Hello. Welcome to another episode of Gimme Pizza, a Mary-Kate and Ashley podcast. I'm your host, Amity Hansen, and I have Liz Bentley back on the podcast. She hosts her own podcast about teen mom called Feathers in My Hair. Check it out. Um, on this episode, we talk about Robert Thorne, Dual Star, just a deep dive into the Mary Kate and Ashley brand. So I hope this episode keeps you company during this weird ass coronavirus quarantine. Um, please stay home, stay safe social distance, do all the things that they're telling you to do. Take this shit seriously. This is a weird time right now. Um, and, yeah, please, um, you know, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Please write a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps me out a lot. Um, like the Facebook page. Follow the Instagram. Give me pizza of podcast. Do all of those things. It is um, awesome just awesome to have your your support. Okay, well, enjoy this episode uh,
0: with Liz Bentley. I have to hit it on my end. Oh no, there it is. You're
1: good. How's how's it going?
0: Oh, it's good. I'm I'm ready to. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about this.
1: I know. I spent a lot of
0: researching, a lot of time researching, and um, wow, Robert Thorne. Yeah. So I spent like a decent amount of time researching, yeah. if you will.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean I spent like I mostly at work. I was like yeah, taking exactly. a lot of breaks at work and being like, I have to go do some podcast research. I'll be right back. <laughs> like every half, half hour. Perfect. Yes. Um, but yeah, how have you been? Any any new developments in, in your life?
0: No. No, no new developments. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Great. Great. Just trying to avoid getting coronavirus. I know. Yeah, right.
1: It's like the talk of the town.
0: Yeah, except I got my eyebrows waxed today which was probably stupid. And I asked the girl, I was like, oh are you, like, are your bookings slowing down at all? And she was like, no, not at all. I'm like oh, <laughs> this place should be closed down.
1: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I'm like about to buy a flight
0: to go travel somewhere. Who knows when. Um, Literally like I could fly to Seattle this week for, like, $180 round trip. Jesus.
1: Yeah, I bought a ticket. Um, I'm going to Arizona at the end of April, mm-hmm. and I bought the tickets a few weeks ago, and now they're way cheaper, and I can't... It's through Southwest, yeah. so it's, like, I can, like, re... I can try and rebook it and, like, just get credit, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's annoying. I was, like, really? They're $100. It's now, like, $100 cheaper than what I paid so yeah get...
0: so yeah I'm going to Florida in May and I booked on Sunday and then by Tuesday flights it dropped like $150 Jesus of, like, of course but I mean I bought it with points like I can't stress about 150. you know what I mean like I can't write over that um but yeah I really would like to <laughs> like I want to book a trip to Seattle but I don't know. My mom and I live with my mom and stepdad, and they're like in their sixties, which puts them in the you know what I mean, like the more vulnerable category. Right, right, right. Mm I just feel like it'd be shitty to like travel, travel.
1: Right, that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. I haven't even asked my parents how worried they are about Corona.
0: We're like mildly worried over here.
1: Really, I'm like, I'm worried for other people.
0: Yeah, I'm not that worried about get. I just don't want to be quarantined
1: i know i'm like i can't afford that like i don't have enough pizza like i don't have enough sick time accrued yet no bullshit yeah Ugh. corona (laughs) my corona
0: uh so should we talk about this
1: yeah let's talk about it robert thorne dude oh my god
0: I have, like, a Google Doc that I created. Good, because I didn't take notes, but I was hoping that you would, and I have yeah, it, like, I took. I in my memory.
1: I have a Google Doc um, that I have a lot of um, information on, because I did find um, some very disturbing quotes from him.
0: Okay, good, because I didn't, like, I couldn't find that much stuff that was, like, I don't know, shocking. I have some mm-hmm. mixed feelings on Robert Okay. Warren. So okay, I think or we're like in the episode yeah 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 okay good mm-hmm. I think that Robert Thorne is kind of like the best worst case scenario for mm-hmm. the Olsen twins in that I think that in a way he was the best thing that could have happened to them because he did he was I mean extremely smart in how he set up the business he I think did genuinely care for them and Mm -hmm. did genuinely like want them to be like as successful as possible and not just for his sake Mm -hmm. like from what you know what I mean from what we know like how he had them as producers and how they always had veto power and had the way the company was set up um was kind of the best case scenario for Mary-Kate and Ashley. And it's what has enabled them to, you know, have their very successful adult fashion line. Like they funded the row on their own, I'm assuming. You know what I mean? And Elizabeth and James on their Mm -hmm. own with their own money. Like this was all self-funded and they were able to step away from acting because of it because of the foundation that dual star gave them and the fact that they were able to buy robert Thorne out when they turned 18 and he allowed himself to be bought out and i just think that he did genuinely like want to see them succeed and allowed them to succeed but on the at the same time like he's just kind of another like cog in the like awful machine that is childhood stardom right <laughs> and yeah it's an enabler of that and the reality is is that he made his fortune off the labor of literal children in the exploitation of children yeah but that's I,
1: what really gets me like
0: ugh, like the bleakness of but is he worse than that. any other right it kind of gets so I always say on my team mom podcast that like we can't get into the ethics of teen mom because once you start thinking about it, it's like, this needs to be off there. Um, Right. And I I kind of feel this way about Robert Thorne. Like when you get down into like the ethics of it, like it's gross. Like these are literal children. When I was, when I was like
1: doing a lot of this research, I was like, oh my God. Like I got started getting really wrapped up into it thinking, should I even have this podcast to talk about this? Like I was getting like very uncomfortable. I -hmm. had to take a break after Mm -hmm. reading like some of his quotes. Like I found this article that somebody had like scanned from GQ magazine and then typed out onto like an angel fire website. They were (laughs) like this, this article was scanned and then transcribed by Lauren. Thanks Lauren. Like what it says at the end of it. Lauren put in the work. Yeah. And it, he says, let me pull up my Google, like, he's, like, at this point, they were kids, like, teenagers. Mm
0: -hmm. And he
1: had, like, talked about how he, um, like, he knows that it was when men were being really creepy towards them Mm -hmm. when they were teenagers. And he was, like, saying how that he knows that guys are going to be sleazy about them. But, like, what are you going to do about it? Like,
0: super, like. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. So it's one of those things where like, at least, you know, if you look at someone like, let's say Bella Thorne, who's been working since she was a child, had a very successful Disney career, was in movies, Mm -hmm. was on TV shows. And she says when she graduated or when she turned 18, like she didn't have a cent to her name. Now she probably had her 10% in fund or whatever, you know, like the 10% they legally have to put away. But she says her parents spent everything of hers so, in a way, it's, like, compared to most other child actors who parent, whose parents were truly living off of their money and didn't, you know, they don't have a thing to show for it mm-hmm. as adults, like, at least Mary Jane and Ashley were set up.
1: Right. Yeah, that is a good thing. But they, I, I've heard that their parents did take a lot of their money. Oh.
0: So, should we talk? Yeah. I want to talk about why, when I kind of, like, became interested in the Robert Thorne of it all. Yeah, <laughs> which is really crazy. I'm pretty sure, and I wanted to go back and rewatch this, but then I like didn't have time and couldn't find it. Um, the eat the full house, eat your Hollywood story. Right, I know what you're talking about
1: with like the clips of yeah, of, um,
0: and I remember one one of the cast members. I don't remember who it was one of the cast members said that they got like they didn't like Robert Thorne at first and they got like creepy vibes from him they thought it was very weird everything that was going on and then I remember the person said but in the end he was right right because look at what he did for their careers and look at where they are now Mm -hmm. and I think Robert Thorne first of all is a Basically, like, what he was able to do, which for people that don't know, is that he was the founder of Dual Star Entertainment, which was Mary mm-hmm. and Ashley's production company. Mm-hmm. And he signed the girls when they were, like, four and a half. Right, yeah. He, got- he,
1: he um, was introduced, I have a note here, that was um, when they were three in 1989, he started working for them. Yeah. Um, and he renegotiated their contracts. They were yes. making $4,000 an episode. And then he renegotiated their salary to $25,000 an episode each and mm-hmm. then to $80,000 an episode each. But I did read somewhere that he had quoted that was it was $150,000 per episode per twin by the end. Wow. And they yeah. were doing 24 know.
0: episodes a season, you know? Yeah. That was a like, lot of money.
1: That's a lot of fucking money.
0: Yeah. And so he saw this market for the Olsen twins and he had this idea that he was going to market them not just as actors but like as a mm-hmm. brand and right. so, he, and what he saw is they they did their first movie right like their first tv what was their first what was their very first movie was it the very grandmother's house
1: one, it would have been double double toil and trouble okay so
0: I guess that was done I for like you know, one of the networks and Mm -hmm. the ratings were so good that he was like, well, why don't we just make these? Like, why are we making our own movies? And that's when dual star created and Mary Kate and Ashley were basically put on as producers. And what his brilliant, brilliant idea was is that he was going, they were going to sell Mary Kate and Ashley as a brand, but their brand, and they were going to retain all licensing and producing rights themselves. So instead of doing movies for like whatever the ABC family, you know what I mean? Instead of uh-huh. doing movies for TGI Friday and instead of doing like just doing songs and getting like themselves on a record, you know, getting a record deal, like he figured that we would produce all of this entertainment in house and we would retain all of the rights to it. Right. And that's how they made so much money because for every VHS sold, they made all the proceeds for it.
1: Yeah, it's nuts. And I was wrong. It, you were right. It was the fir- the first movie was to Grandmother's House We Go in okay, nineteen ninety. That makes and sense. That makes sense. Yeah. over double double.
0: Yeah, um, I was thinking. And it w- yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's it was- just so brilliant and they really didn't have any market for this at the time like he, I read some quotes where he said he kind of modeled them off of Martha Stewart right yeah I did see that also which makes a lot of sense if you think about like the fact that Martha Stewart was kind of one of the first like brands Mm -hmm. yeah like celebrity brands like that was just able to like put her name on stuff and set, like, I mean, a lot of other people did kind of similar stuff, but I think Martha Stewart was like the major one in the early nineties when this was happening. And like the biggest one of all time, right. Where she just like was able to take this content that people liked and transformed it into like all of these different things that she owned and she was in control of. And he saw it and he's like, well, why don't we just do that with Mary Kate and Ashley? And I mean, that's brilliant. The fact that they were like, if you just consider the fact of how many movies they made, but that they were producing all of those movies and they retained the rights to all those movies and all of those songs and every CD they sold, instead of it being on a record label that it was done by Dual Star, like it, that, it's so much money.
1: I know, yeah, and they um I I have a um a quote here that he had said to the Hollywood Reporter in two thousand one that um. That he delineated a difference between building the celebrity into something grand on the one hand, and building it into a brand on the other.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: that was his thing, because he still. Then he started working with Hillary Duff.
0: Yeah, I saw which that. is crazy
1: and really weird. After they bought him out of Dual Star in two thousand five, yeah. he
0: started working with Hillary Duff. Well, a, it makes sense. Like if you're Hillary Duff's mm-hmm. mom, remember her mom is the one managing her career, right? For a long time, like if you're Hillary Duff's mom and you see Robert Thorne like comes up available, like and you saw what he did for the Olsen twins and you're sitting on the the Lizzie McGuire brand, like mm-hmm. I I would be jumping for him too. Right. Yeah. So, it's,
1: and and did you see, also read that um they also signed um Quincy Jones? Yeah, I did. <laughs>
0: So something that I think is really interesting about Mary Kane and Ashley that I was thinking about, because I was thinking about it like in reference to um Hillary Duff, or like in comparison to Hillary Duff, right? So mm-hmm. like we say like like I just said like, oh well they were sitting on the Lizzie McGuire brand. But the reality was is that they weren't. Disney owned Lizzie McGuire, right? right. Like Hillary Duff was like a star and she was famous, but she was a Disney star or a lot of these kids were Nickelodeon stars. Right. You know, there were no kids that were just like stars on their own right. And what Robert Thorne was able to do was he was able to pivot the girls from their very successful show of which they were popular characters, but they weren't the lead characters. And Michelle Tanner wasn't like this like huge franchise, not like Lizzie McGuire, right? Or like right. raven Simone. She was right. just like one in an ensemble. And that he was able to take that and develop the brand as their names <laughs> was so smart. Because Hillary Duff like had Lizzie McGuire, which was not right. a brand that she owned. So any money made off of Lizzie McGuire, the majority of that is going back to Disney. And Robert Thorne saw that. Obviously not Lizzie McGuire, but I think he had an understanding of that, that like the twins were very valuable and that they could have a lot of following and that they could produce a lot of content, but that if they did it under their name and a name that they own, that they would be able to like continue releasing content under that brand, like Mary Kate and Ashley TM for Mm -hmm. as long as they wanted to. And that they would never grow out of being themselves. And so when he has these four-year-old stars setting up a literal lifelong brand is... I mean, that's like kind of incredible. And I wouldn't say that was luck. Like I think for some people... I mean, of course, I think like some of it is just luck because it's just luck that you happen to become the people that become that famous. You know, like that's kind of dumb luck. But I mean, he... The fact that he realize, like, if we keep them as Mary, Kate, and Ashley, like, they'll be able to make movies, like, as this forever.
1: Right. It also kind of, like, makes me feel like obviously we can't get like too into the ethics of like child stardom obviously because like you think about this you're like okay you're like they oh were... i can never
0: watch anything with a child in it ever yeah, again i know
1: right because but it is like i you do think about how overworked they must have been oh like getting put into this like into the room they were making so much fucking money it's mm-hmm. unreal and then it just snowballed by um like by 2000 they were like Okay, that's when, like, the Walmart brand Mm
0: -hmm. started.
1: And that's really, I think, when this, like, the tween branding of themselves. Like, it does feel in a lot of ways that the early dual star, like, the videos, the straight two video movies and everything, was just, like, a setup for, like, their names on everything. Like, the Walmart, like, the Walmart era of Mary-Kate and Ashley, where they were, like, on toothpaste and their names were just on literally any anything <laughs> yeah. that it just like that was like the climax of the mary kate and ashley brand
0: yeah the brand as mary kate and ashley absolutely mm-hmm. so yeah i said to they you were I doing wanted, oh go ahead sorry i was gonna say i said to you that i like obviously this episode it's like we're talking about robert Thorne and dual star but i think the more interesting conversation is the brand of mary kate and ashley olsen right it is fascinating um and like you can't talk about one without talking about the other Mm -hmm. (laughs) and this is why we like talked about it on the last episode that i was on because like to me it is by far the most interesting thing about mary kate and ashley is that they were able to like cultivate this brand that they got a fandom to follow them for 20 years (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, he talks in, like, interviews that I read, he was just talking a lot about how it's. it was just, like, mary and Ashley were really growing with
0: their fan base. Mm-hmm. He like, said they're going to be able to do this for the rest of their lives if they want to. Right.
1: Yeah, because like, as these, like, they, mary and Ashley are in the same kind of age bracket generally as their fans. Like, Correct like, give or take, you know, five to ten years, like, yeah. within the same generation, except for all these, like, new kids who are, like, getting really obsessed with making Ashley, <laughs> but they obviously missed the, like, the wave, um, but it's, um sorry, I, like, lost track of my thoughts, um, but yeah, just, like, them really growing with their fan base, I think, is where, like, how this was able to happen,
0: Yeah, so the brand of Mary-Kate and Ashley. So what we're talking about, obviously, is like the dual star era. The basically through New York Minute, right? Because after New York Minute is when they kind of, Mary-Kate did like a couple movies or whatever. But that's kind of when they started to go a lot more incognito and a lot more private and a lot less acting and a lot more into the serious fashion. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if we think about that, that's 15 years of company growth. Right. Like they from when they were five to about 20, um, they were the brand of Mary-Kate and Ashley, which is like, that's incredible. Like to make it from the five to like 10 year stage, you're like, okay, that kind of makes sense. And then they were able to transition from like 10 year olds to 13 year olds, which is big. And then when they could transition from 13 year olds all the way through their 20s, like right. to be able to retain your brand through that and to grow your brand, like- That is marketing that is next level. And I think I read this, uh, I don't know if it was, I read a bunch of articles, but one of them was really smart and kind of pointing out how it was kind of like a, a Barnum and Bailey, like circus show in a way, Uh because Robert would constantly talk about how the girls were producers and the person writing the article was like, well, it's kind of bullshit because like, yeah, they get a say in it, but they're 15. Like this was when they were 15 and Robert like admits like, well, you know, when they were six, of course they weren't really producing. It was a little bit of a show. And they talk about though, how this is what I mean by like him being a genius, that putting them as producers and putting them as like the face of this company and selling to the audience that like Mary Kate and Ashley are in charge is like six to 15 year olds. is like crazy, but also like we bought into it. Right. We're like, and oh, he, this is what Mary Kate and Ashley like, and this is their brand, so we're gonna buy this and follow them.
1: Yeah. Did you see the quote where he said, "Our business plan is that I decide where which direction we are going to go, and we do it." Did you see that quote? <laughs> no. Isn't that f- I was like, um, I mean, and this is like in the same the same man who just said who also said, just because they cannot sign contracts does not mean they cannot indicate whether or not they want a contract signed. He yeah. Said, Politically, they have power equal to mine. Legally, they have none.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. but like, I kind of believe him. I, okay. I think that he was smart enough to know that setting up this company in a way that would make Mary Kate and Ashley and his, their family happy and benefit them greatly only helped him.
1: You don't think that? I
0: do. I think oh, he you was do. smart enough to know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think that, of course, I'm sure it was a little shady. Did he maybe get more? You know what I mean? Like, was he maybe more control than the public knew? Sure. But I think that, like, he had an understanding that if Mary-Kate and Ashley and their dad, mostly, because their dad's the public one, mm-hmm. and their dad, like, liked him and agreed with him, then, like, it was just money to be made. And that fighting with them and screwing them over and making it so they didn't feel like they were in charge, like, that wasn't going to do any good for him. It's like, Mm -hmm. what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Right, right. Yeah, no, I think
1: that there is, there is truth in that. I do wonder, like, some of these things that I've read about him, there is this one, like, secret page, um, let me pull it up here. It's like... It's just, on uh, where is it? Sorry. Like, where did it go? Um, So it's like across um, or aceross.com slash like the Robert Thorne Company. Mm-hmm. Did you see this? It's like, looks like it's a webpage from the 90s. And no, it I has, think... it's like super, it's like from some attorney's website, but he has like this secret ghost, like link just disparaging robert thorne and his business partner and he said um let's see um okay so they said um i assure you as an insider working hand in hand with robert thorne and greg redlitz that they are deceptive, cunning, fast-talking, and, ab- and absolutely have psychopathic tendencies and intentions that are deceiving clients and celebrities.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can believe yeah. that. So like, that I he don't... does, like, cocaine. <laughs> yeah, and... I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ugh. My thing is, is that I think I can, like, I think two things can be true at once. Do you know what I mean? Like, I right. think that he can be, like, cutthroat, and maybe he was wrong, and, like maybe he was deceptive and ethically is like what he did with the twins, like the most ethical thing. No. But then at the same time, it's like, okay, but would it have been better if Mary Kate who were on this show for like eight years and had this totally crazy stage dad, um, it, like who definitely like transitioned from right. his regular career to commercial real estate of like where do you get the money for that like come on like right. how do you get the money to be yeah, a commercial there, real estate developer like that yeah what I'm there thinking. is
1: this like question of okay would it have been better if Marquis and Ashley were like ran like their lives ran by their you know crazy dad. dad yeah or you know this the, and it's like who who's to say like would they have been. I don't know it's like how overworked would they have like I don't know I do worry about how they like what they've said about their their upbringing and how they felt like they were monkeys they were overworked that Ashley is quoted saying that she and Mary Kate never wanted the like their Mm -hmm. names on everything I don't know if you saw that article it's like from Marie Claire I think so here's my Um, thing
0: yeah I personally think that their lives would have been very similar they just wouldn't have money now or nearly as much money I think
1: do you that- think that they're they're like cause they obviously their branding, mm-hmm. the American Ashley brand, is largely from Robert Thorne, dual star and everything. Do you think that there would have been anything remotely similar if
0: they were just mm, No, you're right. That it wouldn't yeah. be like that. I think they would have had to actually in some ways maybe work more. I think they Mm. would have been doing more movies, more TV shows, more, you know what I mean? Like the reality is, is like, they did a movie a summer and like the location that they wanted to do it on. And I think like, if that was- Yeah, they did have
1: more power, I'm sure, than they would have if they were just like-
0: Yeah, I, and I think that, I think that maybe it's easy to imagine that like, if Robert Thorne wasn't in the picture, they just would have done full house and then retired and moved on. But like, I don't, think that would be the case it doesn't seem to be the case for most child actors i think the Mm -hmm. reality is that they would have just been doing a lot of grueling acting work and making not nearly as much money and not be as well set up
1: yeah they did make so much fucking money the just the worldwide like the world revenue in like one year was like one billion dollars or something
0: Mm -hmm. Something and like like when they bought when they bought Thorne out of the company, it was worth a billion dollars.
1: Yeah, they said they they bought him out for like multi, like it was like a multi-million
0: dollar buyout. That's yeah. Insane. So I like I I hear what you're saying, like that they were work too much. I just think that it would have been like I think it's easy to look at like a you know, like a like a Bella Thorne mm-hmm. who worked so much as a child and like didn't have had nothing to show for it right and like all these child stars who work so much and they don't go to school because they don't get to just do movies on summer breaks right (laughs) like like I think in a way they were afforded a more normal childhood because because I think their dad in my opinion was like a crazy stage dad even though like the whole idea that even though I like I know they if you read any articles from when they were teens, it's like their dad is so normal. Like he makes them have, have chores, they have curfews, they get an allowance. Like it's I like- don't
1: yeah, there's like something that I I'm just like really waiting for the Mary actually Ashley Tell All book. Oh god, I hope. When they're so. super old and they
0: finally are like, let's write a book. <laughs> yeah um also there's like a ton of talk about how like they don't drink they don't smoke they cover themselves up like they like yeah like there's modest. this modest this like yeah. modesty
1: thing which i also uh, i
0: thought was interesting because i think it reflects like their current dressing still mm-hmm. that right that's just like always been their style but this idea that like they even said like they're not going to be the tara reed where it's like yikes like a year later yeah it's like literally partying with tara reed I <laughs> <laughs> and
1: there's this in the GQ article that was like typed on an angel fire website, he said, um, this quote like really was cringy to me, but he was like, they're attractive and more and more and more boys are buying their movies because they're hot looking and there's nothing sexual about their content. It's um some typo it's um something because of beauty, because of sexy dress, but they don't overdo it. Yeah. Weird. Weird thing to say about like fourteen yeah. year old girls.
0: Oh yeah. It's from an it's, old man. It's, disgusting. <laughs> it's so wrong. It's so gross. But I like I guess what I'm saying is that like I feel like got like what if they had met with, you know, a guy named Bob Dunn who Tried to do the same thing as them but actually Ended up stealing all their money They worked just as hard but they had Nothing to show for it or they like Mm -hmm. Signed like with a terrible management Company and they didn't own a right to Anything and they just got paid like Up front and their VHS sold a hundred million copies, or I don't know, they probably sold like a hundred thousand copies. I don't know how many copies is a lot for VHS is what yeah. I'm saying, but they sold a hundred thousand copies of a VHS and the company that put it out made all of that profit and they didn't get any royalties and they just got their upfront, upfront fee, which obviously would be more than you or' making a year probably, but compared to like what they could be making. And right. that's where I always go back to with that, like that, Each True Hollywood story clip where like we thought he was weird or creepy or sleazy but in the end he was right because look at what he built and I think that like out of every vulture that was probably around these very very famous twins who like were sitting on this ability to like market to kids like they kind of made out at least (laughs) I know money doesn't buy happiness but at least, like, they were set up as an adult that they were able to, like, then go and live, like, the life that they wanted to.
1: Yeah. There were – there are some quotes talking, like, with Ashley saying how she's just happy that she knows that when she dies, like, her family's going to be taken care of. And just, like, so <laughs> <It's> dark. dark. <laughs> I know. She was like, I have a will. I have – I know I where my money is going. And she was, like tw- – like, this article was when she was, like, 21
0: yeah bleak oh but i like i think that that is here's the thing like another thing is like it wasn't robert Thorne's job not to work them like that was their mm-hmm. dad and mom job you know what i mean like that was their right. parents job and like robert Thorne could only do what mary kate and ashley's parents were gonna let him do right and, like, if mary and Ashley's parents weren't going to let him put his name on anything, on a- their name on everything, and weren't going to let them do movies all the time, and weren't going to let them have their own magazine, and weren't going to let them get a Walmart brand, like, then they wouldn't have had any of that shit. Like, mary mm-hmm. and Ashley's parents are the ones that are mostly responsible for this because they're the ones that allowed Robert to do all of this. Right. Robert was just, in my opinion, Robert is just like the... He's just like the the personification of the problem i guess like he's the one that made money where money was to be made but like if their parents didn't expose them to this like there would be no money made right why
1: do you think like this is something i had been curious about because after um like after mary kane ashley bought him out Mm -hmm. it's like, he still obviously, like, did stuff with Hillary Duff, like, little things here and there, but I can't really find anything about, like, their current
0: firm. Yeah, so I would guess that he made, like, literal tens of millions of dollars. Like, if that company was valued at $1 billion and let's say he owned 49%, because I wouldn't be surprised if he owned 49% with Mary-Kate and Ashley's totals. Oh,
1: hold on. My headphone's unplugged. <laughs>
0: okay sorry what was that it's okay i i said that um i would imagine that robert Thorne probably owned 49 percent of dual star let's say right with mary kate uh-huh. and ashley each owning like 25.5 percent to push them at the 51 um and if that that company was valued at one billion dollars at least publicly like who knows what it was you know what i mean like they all right like like Never like just trust a one billion dollar valuation, right? Is what I'm saying. But like he probably got paid tens of millions of dollars in this buyout, yeah. if not like a hundred million. You know, like right, like an insane amount of money. And I would imagine that he came off of that like feeling so hot and so smart. And I would bet he like worked for a while and like did his thing with Hillary Duff, who did have a pretty successful transition yeah. around that time, like she did pretty good was she like she was never like a mega star again and she did get married really early and had a kid really early but like she stayed relevant you know what i mean mm-hmm. like despite all hillary duff has stayed like pretty relevant and who are them tendencies like she's always kind of yeah. say to them right right um and so like she's worked even if she's not the most famous so i think that I would bet that it was a mix of, like, he just made so much money that once, like, the... Once he, like, didn't find a new Mary-Kate and Ashley, he probably was just like, eh.
1: Yeah. This is There, is a, there is a pretty funny Yelp review. Um, oh, about yeah. firm. Yeah. That, um, it says... Let me pull it up here. Um... Okay. It has a one-star right- review um, from 2014. Okay. Um. And it's the person said, "Stay away from these fast talking husbands. They are full of deceptive practices. They should be disbarred as attorneys." <laughs> Ryan, A. You are um. You are being kind. I worked for these scumbags for over one and a half years. I got Snooky her apparel deal and cut, and they cut me out as fast as money came in. Six figure advances, no sales. They ruined the lives of money. They will degrade you, verbally abuse you, and ignore you after you have given them what they need. Thorn and Redlitz are disgusting people.
0: Okay, so I don't know how much stock I'll ever put in like a disgruntled and yeah. Yelp review. You know, like yeah. I'm not saying that that's not possible, but what's very interesting in there is he got Snooki's merch deal. Yeah, that's what he said. Interesting. So I I wonder if maybe they just are they do oh, yeah. a lot more key stuff then like Mm -hmm. the reality is here's the thing the reality is is like we don't care about anybody's fucking lawyer right you know what i mean there's no articles being written on anybody's lawyer the only reason we know who robert horn is is because he was in this incredibly rare situation with the olsen twins right i think it makes sense that there's like very little press about him Mm -hmm. um I think that I would be very interested to hear what Mary-Kate and Ashley actually think about him, but they'll probably never say. I maybe think the...
1: in 30 years during when they release their memoirs.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> After they die, their post-mortem memoirs. When like, I know, God. They release Could, their letters is like a book. Oh my God, their
1: diaries. Yeah. Could you imagine?
0: No, it would be like their text messages to each other. I that would be our version of like a post-mortem I... letter book. <laughs> text messages to each other oh god but yeah I would definitely be interested to know like how Mary-Kate and Ashley viewed right. him but I do think that like like I really I just truly believe like if their parents were gonna make them child stars like is it the worst thing in the world that they were the most famous and most rich of the child stars is that worse than being like a Danny Bonaducci? Yeah, I don't know. I guess
1: not. They are, you know, they, they have been, they have said that they're surprised that they didn't end up like Britney Spears.
0: I mean, for, well, okay. That's what Ashley said. When they say that, it's like, but didn't Mary-Kate? Like, I guess. <laughs> like, didn't I mean, she for Mary- a little bit?
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I don't know. I don't know if I think that she, I mean, she had like an eating disorder. I personally but I believe think-
0: Mary-Kate had... My personal opinion is that there were probably serious drug issues going on with Oh Mary yeah. Kate.
1: I'm I I think that there were eating disorder things. Yes, yes. That I think they all went. I'm sure
0: I'm sure some drug use. Yeah. It's also isn't yeah, that it's interesting how much we talk about Mary Kate's eating disorder, but it's like I Ashley know. was just as thin as her the entire time. She wasn't as thin. But like you see them and you're like Interesting how, like, we never were concerned about Ashley at all, but like, Ashley had to have problems too.
1: Oh, I'm sure Ashley had some problems, but I don't think they were as. Yeah, I'm like, not
0: sure at the height of Mary Kate's. Yeah,
1: because Mary, I think when you like look back at like articles and stuff, and I think in like different interviews, I could mm-hmm. just. I think that Mary Kate's problems were like, they were obviously so apparent that she had to seek treatment yeah and ashley mean, i think because i I think if ashley was also going through something like that they would have both yeah that's fair gone gone to some sort of treatment facility Um, i do
0: notice like every interview or like article about them you know like all the profile like celebrity profiles first of all are the worst mm -hmm. but they always talk about like how thin they both are Like in little, like they'll be like, they're like, they're five one and they're size zero. Like they always mention that shit.
1: I know. Like in their like
0: teen ones. And like I was like, I don't know. As an adult, I I I just like think about it more and I'm like, that is little.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They were, they, yeah. They articles do always talk about how small they are. Have you seen the Oprah interview where she asked how much they
0: weigh? (laughs) oh they talked about the Connie Chung interview where Connie Chung asked them if they're virgins oh I, I, did, I did see I an
1: article that. where they were talking about that and Mary like Ashley thought that that was like the most
0: well she was right she was like that. why would you ask a 16 year old girl that yeah that's so gross yeah I don't know I just think Mary and Ashley's as a brand is like so incredibly interesting and impressive and the fact that like Robert Thorne was just able to like continuously grow the brand and like pivot the brand and change the brand. It's just, it's just so fascinating when you look back and like, I can see where as adults, Ashley's like, well, we didn't want our name on everything. Like I can definitely see that. But I also wonder like if at 15, like, I wonder if that's like a hindsight you know what i mean like i wonder if Mm -hmm. at like 22 she's like we didn't want our name on everything but at 15 they were like okay just because like they didn't know they could say no and they didn't really understand sorry (laughs) these
1: headphones are like okay the strap is too long okay i'm back like
0: maybe at 15 they just like didn't understand like the concept of like being able to say no and what it meant to say no. And but maybe I they also... didn't even really feel like saying no, but then like at 20, they're like, wow, if I knew I had been allowed to say no to that, I would have said no to that, but I didn't even know I could. So I didn't even think about it being an option.
1: But I also wonder, you know, if, cause they were, you know, even at 15, they were smart and mm-hmm. they knew what they wanted and they knew what they wanted their brand to be. But I also wonder like how much of it was like in the room people swaying them and like, no, this is the way to go. And then they had to, you know, they just obliged the yeah. this like idea that this is what's going to be good for the brand, even though they didn't want that type of branding.
0: For sure. I just also think that there's like a benefit of when you look back at stuff when you're older, like you – as like a teen, it's like you do stuff because you don't even know that it's an option to not do it. Right. And I think that that probably – like it is like a haze over a lot of their childhood I would imagine Mm
1: -hmm. because I
0: would think that they probably did a lot of stuff that they didn't want to do but didn't even realize that they didn't want to do it right (laughs) and like as adults they can be like oh we didn't want to do that but I think that their parents and then Robert Thorne like for a lot of stuff didn't even present that as an option right and like that is sad Mm -hmm. like it's sad but I think that's also like the sadness of any childhood started. I'm like like just the idea that you would put your babies in a tv show it's like you're you're putting your babies to work
1: right i mean they've been working just like since they were nine months like nine months old like that's insane to me and that's why i think i get really heated when people talk shit about how they look and how they look old or how they don't like where are Mary Kate and Ashley now? Like why have they disappeared? And blah blah blah. It's
0: like I why the fuck that, do you think? I think that anybody that grew up in Hollywood would have a very weird sense of self, right? <laughs> like I mean, yeah. How can you,
1: like, how can you not? How do you, like?
0: Yeah, I think that yeah. they had. I don't know. I think that like I just keep going back to the idea that. Like, if this had to be their childhood, like, why? like, if they didn't like it, like, I just don't think it's on Robert Thorne to be like, well, I guess we'll just call this all off. You know what I mean? Like, that's not Mm -hmm. the job of the entertainment attorney. Like, your attorney isn't there to, like, look out for your emotional well-being.
1: Yeah, I guess that is, like, more on the parents. Like, how are the parents, like, why did they let this all, like... Yeah, it just feels like it snowballed. Like, all of a sudden, they're like, Oh, we are making eighty thousand dollars an episode per kid. Mm-hmm. How do we stop this? Like, well, we have like, we can't. And I I read articles where Mary Kay and Ashley were talking about how they feel like they couldn't let their fans down, like, they couldn't stop
0: well, because yeah, first they couldn't of all, let their like being eight and like that the pressure. idea that you have fans.
1: <laughs> like... I know, like, girls that like like so many people looked up to them
0: yeah and, and like they're i'm sure everybody said like well you don't want you don't want to let your fans down right and i mean their dad did sit on the board of dual star like mm-hmm. his, his, their dad was making money off of this like God. even if it wasn't like he wasn't like pocketing all of their money and i do believe a majority of it went into trust and i do believe that they're very well compensated like there's no way that like all of the seed money for his Real commercial real estate company like didn't come from the Mary Kate and Ashley brand and like you know there were five kids in the family like, right f- I mean six kids because they had the two little half siblings and, and then the four Elizabeth went to you know Tish yeah like I, that wasn't being paid Private for school. that wasn't being paid for by like their dad's commercial re- or maybe it was being paid for by the dad's commercial real estate but they got that from Mary-Kate and Ashley, Mm -hmm. and I think any kid has a sense of that. Now, what I Mm -hmm. find really interesting is in some of the articles, they'll make a point of mentioning that their parents are divorced, they live with mostly their dad, and their mom doesn't make any public comments or appearances.
1: Right. She was there at the
0: um, Hollywood Walk of Fame I would like to get their mom's uh, opinion.
1: Right. So I think they're still like it's interesting that you don't ever see photos of them with their parents ever.
0: Yeah, you don't well, even used see, to see it with their dad when they would go to his, Their dad used right. to go to, like red carpets.
1: Yeah, and they would. Their dad used to go to like like baseball games with them and stuff. Yeah, but you see them out in the town with Lizzie, mm-hmm. Elizabeth, um but you don't really see. And you, I haven't even seen like Elizabeth. Elizabeth has posted photos with her mom.
0: Mm -hmm. on like
1: Instagram like during Thanksgiving and stuff and she has never I have not seen a single thing about her dad I could be wrong yeah like like, I could be missing things but I am curious like that dynamic between Mary Kate and Ashley and their parent like their parents absolutely what is like how do they feel about their family
0: yeah and I think that like we can't we can't just have a conversation like Robert Thorne bad or Robert Thorne good without, like, I think it's both. He's both bad mm-hmm. and good. I think he made them a lot of money but overworked them. I think money was right. probably his number one priority and not, like, their emotional health. I mean, I think he that, saw
1: them as property. That's he, like he said they, they are yeah. property now aside from being people with a heartbeat.
0: Yeah, like, that's, like, like, a gross thing, but then at the same a, time, like, he made them producers, he allowed himself to be bought out, he, you know what I mean, like, he right. made sure their trusts were set up, like, he was the one that made sure they retained all of their rights, like, so it really is, like, you you can't have a con- conversation of one without the other, and you can't discuss, like, is Robert Thorne evil without discussing their dad? Because when you read all of these profiles about them, where Robert Thorne is interviewed, like their dad is just as much a part of all of them. Right. And their dad seemed to always be around. He's always in dual star offices. Like he's always the one talking about how they're so normal and how their lives are so normal. And they're just dating and you know, all of that shit. Like they're always, I know they're just like their other friends, but there, there was one where, um,
1: like I can't remember who had said it, but they were like, Yeah, Mary Kay and Ashley, um, are just like their friends, but they aren't they can't be so sure. Like, they don't really know what their re- normal friends are doing.
0: Yeah. Like, it just I love that part of the brand American and Ashley was that they're normal.
1: Right. It's very interesting. There is this quote that was that says, They're normal girls who lead normal lives, said Robert Thorne about the Olsen twins. He helped create yeah, they I had another
0: a- one that was like um like Mary Kate and Ashley are just as connected to Brad Pitt as any of their fans. They're not at all. Right. And it's like, yes, they are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like they, they well, he said this. This is like such a weird and gross quote from Robert Thorne. He's and this was in that GQ magazine where he mm-hmm. like called them hot. Ugh. Um he said, um, they have friends who are fat, short, dumpy. The only difference between them and the other girls is next year they're buying a jet.
0: I think, is that, uh, is that really? By the way, I hate to break this news to you, but Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson are the first celebrities with coronavirus. Oh my god! <laughs> I just picked up my phone real quick to look at something and that came up. I've, I've been wondering who would the first celebrities be. And I cannot believe it's Tom Hanks. Wait, are they?
1: <laughs> well, did you see, just to get on a coronavirus tangent, I got an alert that said that all travel to Europe in yeah. the next 30 days is suspended.
0: Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. I've been, you like, can't... on my, like, pins and needles, like, who's the first celebrity going to be? <laughs> <laughs> I no. said, wait, okay. This is a joke, right? No, Deadline said it.
1: No, Tom Hanks does not have coronavirus.
0: Yeah. Oh my God,
1: he said he has
0: coronavirus. Hold on, let's see if he's trending on Twitter. Yep, number two. Oh trending. my God, this is
1: this is now officially a
0: pandemic. Rita too. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ria. No, oh my God. What if Tom Hanks dies? No. Well, he they are over sixty. They could die. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to derail this. But what else no, this is like insane.
1: Out? Oh my God.
0: <laughs> oh God. Oh this is my mess. God. <laughs> will be okay. Tom <laughs> Hanks will be okay. <laughs>
1: oh my god!
0: <laughs> I've been one. I thought it would be Yolanda Foster from The Real Housewives. I thought it'd be Justin Bieber. Oh yeah, that was a good guess. Well, Tom Hanks. Truly, that would have been my joke answer for first. No, Everything coronavirus. I, I cannot nobody is safe nobody
1: <laughs> Tom Hanks
0: and Rita Wilson oh god okay what if Mary Kate and Ashley their lungs can't take it they smoke too much no they they are they are
1: like compromised for sure
0: <laughs> they're immune
1: well does american Mary have lime
0: she can't get I it I think she Ashley doesn't... has I heard Ashley has lime oh is it Ashley mm-hmm. when I saw one of them had lime I was like Of course, I mean I I think I'd already been walking around On the presumption that they both have Lyme
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean I have Like at first when the the Lyme Rumors first started I was like I don't know If like I don't know I feel like this is you know overstretching Like who's to say they have Lyme They're not confirming it like These are rumors but the time Of like Ashley's Supposed contraction of Lyme Disease and Mm -hmm. them kind of exiting like stop like not doing interviews as much because they were doing a lot of interviews in like yeah 2012 2013 they were they were pretty active and then done yeah and
0: that's like the correlation of ashley's lime so i I can totally i totally believe it especially they live on the east coast you know what i mean right like like, they spend a lot of time in the country like it's I'm sure if I have houses in Connecticut, like, it's not hard for me to yeah. believe that Ashley got Lyme, but that would – if it's ba- a bad case, she could be, uh, like, uh, immunosuppressant, however you say that. So I need them not to get corona.
1: I know. They cannot get coronavirus. If Mary can actually get coronavirus, like, I – that would be devastating to me. Okay. So back. But they might not
0: die. To, they won't die. Back to the idea no. of the brain. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I'm. What I think is very interesting is how they just kind of a, not. A, I don't know if I want to say abruptly because I think abruptly is not. I think that's like a hindsight thing where I'm like, they abruptly stopped being Mary Kate and Ashley TM. But I don't think that's mm-hmm. true. I think that's just like I'm getting old. So like my memories. <laughs> Are getting smaller you know what I mean like it just feels that way now with time but I do Mm -hmm. just think it's so interesting that they like had this billion dollar brand and decided to pivot out of it and then did it fucking successfully Mm mm-hmm and yeah. started The Row, which, like, I remember being, like, good luck, sis. Like, I kind of thought, like, was idiotic at the time. Because to me, it just seemed like like a total vanity project. Like, okay, the you're going to have, like, yeah, like, you're going to have a Their high t-shirt. fashion
1: line. Like, good they're like, fucking they're, luck. Their experiment to find the perfect t-shirt.
0: Yeah, it was just, it was silly. Like, the idea of, like, a real celeb having a high fashion line was Truly a silly thought. Like Elizabeth right. and James, sure. But like when I saw they were like coming out with crocodile bags, I was like, yeah, fucking right. Will that ever last? Because really? Nobody will take them seriously because they're like, because it's very hard for celebrities to be taken seriously and like Serious. in like high fashion. Yeah, like yeah.
1: serious. Especially when they were like doing all this light they were just like They had a Walmart brand. Walmart brand.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like so the fact that they were able to go from a Walmart brand where they literally like you said they had toothpaste, they had roll-on glitter, they had hair clips, they had belts. Just like
1: just things packaged like made in China just
0: put their names on it. They did That, to say, me is like they didn't say that they refused to put their name on food stuff which um an interesting contrast. I don't know if you're a Real Housewives fan, but Bethany Frankel of Real Housewives of New York, who has her Skinny Girl brand, which I'm sure even if you don't watch, you've heard of Skinny Girl because she like was so mm-hmm. smart in the original beverage. Yeah. But she yeah, sold yeah, yeah. the beverage line, but kept was able was allowed to keep the name Skinny Girl to license. And I would say has like totally modeled herself off of Mary Kate and Ashley, and puts on name her name on everything, including deli meat and it's looks awful and stupid and it's like why would I buy skinny girl deli meat like I guess it makes a little more sense for her because she does she has like the popcorn and actually I used to really like her salad dressing it's just like all chemicals but it's like five calories a tablespoon I was counting calories it like actually tasted good and not like all chemicals so I liked skinny girl salad dressing but, like, she really, Bethany Frankel, mm-hmm. has taken this model of Mary-Kate and Ashley where she's taken the same skinny girl and it's on jeans, it's on belts, it's on shapewear, it's on deli meat. <laughs> like, like, this one brand I did not know name. about the deli meat. I knew about, like, the alcohol. Yeah. I didn't know about, like, everything else. Well, it's because she sold the most lucrative part of it but kept the name and the branding, so she just obviously, right. like, wanted to keep capitalizing off of that. And now, eh, now you can get anything you want with Skinny Girl on it. And it really is the Mary-Kate and Ashley, just put your name on anything and the stuff that sells will be profitable. And that's great. And I mean, at least in my opinion, Mary-Kate and Ashley kind of invented that. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Like, yes, yes they, they modeled just- themselves off of Martha Stewart, but they're the ones that invented it from like, like not having anything to do with this industry that you're putting your name on shit. Like Martha right. Stewart sold sheets and books and towels and like shit that made sense for Martha Stewart, right? Like none and of Mary this she was like- everything. Yeah, none of like, it was actually relevant to Mary-Kate and Ashley, like except the clothes. But like everything else was just like, put your name on it and it will sell. And so now like a lot of these, like, I don't know, I think a lot of, like influencers as brands or celebrity as brands can be based like Paris Hilton definitely modeled herself off for Mary-Kate and Ashley mm-hmm. and like putting her name on anything like Robert Thorne created for better or for worse like the celebrity as a brand in a lot of ways yeah. and like licensing yourself and your name so you're still retaining rights like that's a Robert Thorne creation or at least he did it the most successfully and the best that even if he didn't create it people are modeling themselves off off of it and you can see it today like with influencers and making them how like nobody in 2004 was talking about like what's my brand like the way that we are now and like everybody has a brand and like Mary and Ashley were literally doing that in the 90s
1: hold on I'm gonna pee but I will be right back okay yes you're right (laughs) Okay, one more. one second. Okay, I'm back. Thank
0: you for your patience. Oh, you're welcome. I just <laughs> was reading more about Tom Hanks. I just cannot I believe the first celebrity cases like so a plus 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 list. I know. I, I like how can it not be just like some like bachelor contestant? Like I cannot right. believe Tom Hanks. I know that's like. That's wild. Of all people, of all celebrities. That's like when you're writing an Onion article about like which celeb has coronavirus, you would throw out Tom Hanks because it's like he's just so famous. I mean, it's just like a national treasure. Yeah. Like like, we we can't lose Tom Hanks. We we cannot lose Tom Hanks from corona. Exactly. So it's like, like if I was writing an article like as a satire, like celebs have corona, like I would use Tom Hanks. Right. (laughs)
1: at least it's not Mary Kay and Ashley because they are too frail they are far too frail
0: so yeah what was I saying oh so I just think it's so interesting how they were able to transition from this slap their name on everything and like genuinely successfully build the row Mm -hmm. but at the same time like let's not be confused they successfully built the row with the money from dual star
1: oh yeah and the respect I mean I think that they were they earned so much respect from their peers I think because yeah. of their initial you
0: because know because of the brand their Robert brand that because they were
1: of insurgical. their brand because of their success and I think that uh, so many of their you know fashion and design peers mm-hmm. now were fans of theirs when they were revolutionizing like the like fashion for tweens and young yeah, girls, for sure. I think they created I, such huge trends that it yeah. would be impossible to take to not take them seriously. I think that's a great all.
0: point. I think they're the when they first started like the row and in getting into serious fashion. I think that they came with a professional reputation because Robert sold them as the producers and these serious business women, and that even though they're just teen girls, they sit at board meetings and. If you'll remember the press around them turning eighteen, not just the Ugh. sexual stuff, yeah. but like the money stuff, like right, they're going to get all this fucking they money. They just inherited this incredible company, but they've actually been running it, and like just the fact that I I do think that they had such a serious business reputation because of this kind of circus act. That Robert Thorne did of calling them producers and making them producers and giving all these interviews saying that they're they get veto power and they sit at board meetings and like mm-hmm. in the Rolling Stone, I think the Rolling Stone profile, they noted that like in Ashley Range Rover, like dual-star memo memos were on the back seat. Like there was always this, like, we're serious business women as part of their PR. And so right. you have to imagine that got them in the room where would a lot of actors wouldn't have gotten a meeting because their reputation kind of preceded themselves, right? That they had right. run like like it or even if people okay, how do I want to say this? Fashion is so serious, but fashion also runs on money, right? Right. So mm-hmm. even if like the people at the initial <laughs> meetings were like uh, these girls, they had a Walmart brand. They put their name on anything. It's trash if they're you know what i mean but we know their brand made a billion dollars last year and so we're we'll take a meeting from them
1: right and also just i think about how big of an influence they had in general
0: mm-hmm. over yeah so everything is just current. like so
1: impossible
0: yeah yeah so they were so and especially ignore. like in the tw- in their 20s when they like brought boho back single hand them and Rachel Zoe like brought right. boho back and so like but i do think that like even if they had been like Okay, here's a perfect example. Lindsay Lohan was like, you know, is the same age as them, is Mm -hmm. extremely fashionable, I would say had just as much if not more influence on fashion at like in her 20s that uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley did, right? Like we all wanted to be Lindsay Lohan, like dressed like Lindsay Lohan, like we liked her fashion as much as Mary-Kate and Ashley's but like could Lindsay Lohan didn't have anything and she was known as a fashion girl right like we would hear like Lindsay styled her own shoot or whatever she was always trying to tell us but like I don't think Lindsay could get one 100th of the fashion type of meetings that Mary-Kate and Ashley probably no. got based on their producer reputation and the fact that they had been running such a successful brand that had such high sales and they could come in with a portfolio of sales. And even if those weren't necessarily the sales that these fashion brands were interested in, they couldn't close the door on them. They had to take the initial meeting. You know what I mean? Like it just mm-hmm. gave them such a foot in the door that I think that 99% of actresses, even if they had the clout, even if they had the influence, even if they had the fans, they could they didn't have that serious sales reputation behind right. that. And like you cannot deny that. And you have to take that meeting. And I think that was probably their initial in the door. Right. I mean,
1: you just can't deny how successful Mary Kate and Ashley yeah. like like just I I can't think of another even comparable. No like celebrity or brand like celebrity
0: brand something similar like I know this is I don't know it's not that similar but I kind of think like a lot of other like I would think maybe like a contemporary no this isn't even really that similar but I think of like when I think like brands and like people who are like really making their own content and like selling on their name like Reese Witherspoon is doing a lot of like production work and like everything that Reese has been in the last like eight years has been like her producing and like Mm -hmm. basically every almost every like woman-made movie or tv show in the last like eight years is through Reese's production company because she just like is that's what she's doing now and I think that that's like very interesting but she's also doing that in her 40s after a successful career you know what I mean like so yeah I do I think that beyond the money factor of dual star and like them having an an infinite amount of money to invest in the row. I do think that like this, this circus act that Robert Thorne did of like the girls being the producers, whether they were they not, whether he was 100% in charge or not, like set up their reputation to become businesswomen as adults
1: yeah and I'm sure they also learned you know yeah. on the job so much. I wasn't I mean they were just meeting. in meeting after meeting after meeting <laughs> yeah. and they there was this one um article that i that it was they it referenced an article from like two thousand, which I wasn't able to find.
0: Mm-hmm. but it
1: said um in a two thousand in a two thousand profile. Um, the girls complained to their lawyer, Robert Thorne, about scheduling too many interviews in one day, and they had school papers due the next day. Twelve is too many, Robert, Ashley said. But of course, they did the interviews anyway. And you just, like, think of, like, how, like, much they learned how to just always be on. To always, like, yeah, like, it's sad. It's sad to think, like, oh, these girls were 13, and they were juggling so much, and they couldn't be kids like they, they didn't have a childhood yeah. but they also that's they've they've even said like that's they also wouldn't they wouldn't wish their upbringing on anyone but they also wouldn't trade it
0: yeah and i think that that's like kind of the basis of this all and why i be like can't get too deep into the ethics and like that truly is like it was not the best like I said at the beginning, like I do think it was the best case scenario for the worst kind of childhood, right? Not that yeah. obviously, there is like worse childhoods than being a child star, I, like. But I like I do. But believe it that is. I for... believe being a child star is inherently traumatic. Oh, I'm sure. I like. I think that they is a special truly, type of
1: truly. They have truly just ended up being, like, best case scenario. Yeah as adults now, like where they're at now, it's just unheard of for child stars to go through something like such rigorous like work constantly and to like sure there there have obviously been pitfalls of, you know, especially Mary Kate's eating disorder, drug mm-hmm. use, like the what they went what I was reading, what they went through when they were at NYU is just incredible. Like like, their classmates taking photos of them in class, that those classmates who are working, you know, as interns for Mm -hmm. different tabloids. And they just, like, Ashley said she just, like, didn't feel safe going to school. That's why she didn't finish. I mean,
0: Spencer Pratt of the hills literally has a career because mm -hmm. he sold Mary Kate drunk pictures. Right. And that was, like, his first, like, intro into Hollywood stuff. God.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it is, like, it, it does make me sad to think of how, you know, they probably felt so betrayed by people like their own classmates at NYU. Yeah. And, but they still, you know, ended up being you, the the successful fashion designers and women of fashion that we see today. It's it's actually quite incredible that they were able to push through. It is. So, and it's
0: able, it's, I mean, it's incredible that they are able to have such successful careers in the extreme level of privacy that they have. Right. Like that is Mm -hmm. remarkable and it's admirable. And even if their lives are not perfect, well, nobody's lives are perfect. (laughs) But the fact that like, honestly, like the most we see of them is like they send in a birthday video to somebody else who posted on Instagram or I feel like the last candidate, I mean, I don't search like, that hard for them, but like the last time I like really remember seeing a picture of Ash or Mary Kate, she was like at somebody's wedding, like in a picture with right. like all the girls at the wedding. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's like they was, are not, they're not celebrities. They're- like they're celebrities, but they're not celebrities, and that's very fascinating. Like they go to so few things like they're not, they don't live celebrity lifestyles at all, but they get to, but they get to do that by choice. The fact that they have the choice of not being celebrities, but still funding their own like high fashion line is, I mean, that's kind of all thanks to their childhood in dual star.
1: Right. And they're, I think because they were told from such an early age that they could say no, Mm -hmm. whether that was like, if they truly felt that they could say no is like a whole different question mm-hmm. but i think that that really helped inform who they are today with like no we're not going to go to all of these events like no we're not going to be in the public anymore yeah it's just so i just think about how so many people who i talk to when i tell them i have american ashley podcast and almost like 9 times out of 10 people will say what are they even doing these days yeah like they knows. have no idea. Nobody knows. It's because they are pretty. It's like a pretty niche, mm-hmm. like thing to be to be able to be keeping up with Mary Kay and Ashley. Yeah, you have like, to actively look av- for them. Like the average person isn't hearing about them in the, you know, in the news. Even or... people that like follow
0: celeb gossip, like if right, if you just follow like general celeb gossip, like you don't know what Mary Kay and Ashley are doing, you, you and you don't know what they're doing. Follow them.
1: You have to search for the mary Kane Ashley goods Mm -hmm. to know anything. Because, yeah, they they have, like, made a very obviously clear decision about what they want from their lives now. Especially in the last, what, like, 10, like, over 10 years, 15
0: years. Yeah, probably 10 years, I would say, is, like, the good place mm-hmm, to put it because that's because it like about 10 years ago they were still getting papped a lot and they were still you know what I mean like there's right. still a lot of like party pictures and information about like who they were dating and I mean of right. course they're like in serious relationships and marriages now so there's just not that like relationship drama that mm-hmm. follows them I guess but there was just a lot more info still about them and I think that they actually have made the very smart turn in that they've gotten to that point where stuff happens to them and it doesn't even get that much press because right. they're just not that famous anymore, right. but in like a good way. Right.
1: And the way that they want, they don't want to be yeah. famous. Yeah. So it's like, I'm glad that they're, they've made, su- been able to make such a pivot. To, Look, now to that I've so brought private. up
0: Lindsay Lohan, who is the like exact same age as them. Right. I think so. Like, I think within weeks, like, cause she's a June birthday too. Uh, they're see. either one year apart or they're like a couple weeks apart because they're both June, and I think she's a. She, they're eighty six, right? I think she's eighty six. Yeah,
1: too. they're eighty six. Um, yeah, it, she's July twelfth. Oh, okay. Um, Nineteen
0: eighty six. Why do I know these things? um I don't
1: know. I I really know very
0: little about Lindsay Lohan. I don't know why like these things. I know, but I know, and. I think that, like, if you look at Mary kate and Ashley compared to Lindsay Lohan, who got famous after them, but not that long after them. <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Lindsay was only years. 11 or 12 when she did Parent Trap. Like, and they, so they were, you know, their peers are contemporaries. They got famous in the same way. But look, imagine Lindsay Lohan's life today if she had had a Robert Thorne looking out for her, maybe would be different. Right. And they also had, had a Robert wonder... Thorne, like, I mean, of course, Lindsay you know, say what we will about Mary-Kate's parents, but they're not Michael and Tina Lohan. Like, right. obviously there's like a million different factors. I'm not saying that their lives are identical, but how can you look, like, Lindsay's fucking broke. She has no mu- Lindsay's on Cameo now, you know? Like, right. Lindsay has to get on Cameo. Let's be real. Lindsay is like living on the favor of men in Dubai. Like, right. God only knows how Lindsay affords her day-to-day. Like, she had to do a fucking reality TV show. Like for her beach club, like that is grim for somebody that had such a promising career. So if you look at her, like what her life ended up being versus what Mary-Kate and Ashley's ended up being kids who, especially in their teen years, I would say their fame is very comparable, like their level of fame. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I mean by like the best case of the worst scenario, because at least they don't live like Lindsay Lohan.
1: Right. I, but I also wonder how much of like Mary Kate and Ashley's, I guess like their sense of balance today, like how they ended up, it, like, the trajectory of their careers, like how much of it is because they also had each other.
0: Yeah, I think that's. I think that's very true. I think that not being the sole breadwinner for your family right. helps. Yeah, knowing and having, knowing,
1: like knowing that having his sister too, someone, I think to to be there with you the whole time who understands exactly how everything's been. I'm sure that has been so helpful for them in being able to, to stay relatively sane all these years.
0: I I think that's a really great point. I agree. It's like, Maybe Lindsay if she maybe if she really had maybe a twin. if she had someone. <laughs> maybe maybe if she really had her parent trap twin, which I'll never right. forget watching the movie Life Size with Tyra Banks. And I knew that Lindsay Lohan wasn't a twin, right? And watching the whole thing thinking right. like but shouldn't her twin be here? Even though, like, I knew she wasn't actually <laughs> should just... you know why I think I felt that way? Because I was so used to Mary-Kate and Ashley. Right. You just, like, expect a twin. To, yeah. Like, and, like, I loved up. The Parent Trap, and even though I, like, logically knew, I think because I was introduced to Lindsay Lohan as a twin, in my head, I was like, oh, she's like Mary-Kate and Ashley. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, at least they're not Lindsay Lohan. Right. They... They could be, like,
1: really so far gone. Yeah,
0: and they're not. And I do think a part of that is financial security. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I don't think that, like, especially, I mean, yeah, they went to high school, so they probably have a little more education than the average child star. But, like, I mean, these child stars that have no skills outside of acting. Right. Like, what do they right. do when they become and adults? And Mary-Kate
1: and Ashley did, you know, yeah, they had, it's, it's almost like they're, They were less skilled in acting than they were in, like, every other aspect of, like, business women. Like, they were set up for success. Even if they were, you know, overworked monkeys, Yeah, they were substantially
0: compensated. And, like, that's the great great ethical question of Hollywood and Mm -hmm. child stardom, right? And I think that we can't fully answer this question because I think that Mm -hmm. to answer this question, like, there has to be, like, a reckoning of all of our – the way that we consume entertainment.
1: Right. I also wanted to bring up that what was interesting to me and what I don't think I really knew mm-hmm. was how much they also worked with Dylan and Cole Sprouse. Like, after they let go – after they bought out Robert Thorne, okay. they used Dual Star, Dual Star to work with the Sprouse twins on, like – branding and thing, but that was yeah, actually
0: that- robert thorne's business plan because i read one article where he right. was talking about he wanted dual star to continue producing content that american and ashley were not in and that was like the ultimate goal
1: right they also produced like a pilot that ended up not coming to fruition i think after they bought out robert
0: thorne Yeah, it's just, that is interesting. I didn't realize they worked with the Sprouse Twins, but I guess that makes sense. Yeah, they
1: have, like, all these photos with them, and I was like, why do they have all these photos with the Sprouse (laughs) Twins? And it's like, oh, because they were literally helping, like, they were almost, like, mentors for them, I think, in a lot of ways. That they told them that the biggest thing that, like, the biggest thing that they could do for, like, their success was to make sure that they were, like, two separate people.
0: and. They they did because the one's on yeah. Riverdale now, right? But is yeah. the other one not famous?
1: I don't know what the other like. I don't know what the Sprouse twins mm-hmm. are doing these
0: days. I only know that uh, one's on, and I don't even know this for a fact, but I think one is on Riverdale and dating Lily Reinhart. Oh, that's possible. I think that's the Sprouse, but that's also possible. That's not right, but I think it is. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, it's just you know. Mary-Kate and Ashley got the shit under the stick being made child actors at nine months old. And then they got the shit under the stick being worked their whole lives, but they also made a billion dollar company and that's pretty lucky as far as child stardom goes. And that's kind of my thesis on Robert Thorne and Mary-Kate and Ashley, the brand (laughs) TM. Like they got the shit under the stick, but things could have been much, much worse. That's true. That is true. It's like, okay, how, because we can't really
1: dwell too hard on how really devastating it is.
0: No, (laughs) we've been through so much. When you think about that, you can't change it. Oh, (laughs) I do a podcast about like children on reality (laughs) TV are you kidding me and sometimes I like will start to like get into it and I like start to spiral and I'm like oh we have to sp-. I'm like oh can't talk about the ethics of teen mom <laughs> like we <Yeah>. gotta go <laughs> right because I was because... getting like when I was researching all of this I was really getting in
1: a a headspace of like how can I as like how can I call can myself an American Ashley like, fan yeah. and then I continue to like oh well, no so, a thing that helps me like
0: this is an appreciation. You know, grounds podcast.
1: me is it's an appreciation podcast, and they also don't know about it.
0: Yeah, that too.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, you know, contributing to anything bad. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, I agree. It's not. It's an appreciation podcast. It's a podcast to love. They it don't know about it, so yeah. and you're only. I think uh, what actually is good and sets you apart is, for the most part, you only talk about kind of their past right and this yeah. is not a podcast of like dis- like like stalking them around town to like figure out everything they're doing and going like through their it. trash yeah like it would be incredibly hard but this is not like an Olsen twins update situation no. yeah. you know what I mean like not not that I'm bashing it up because they are celebrities and like right who the fuck would I be to sit here and be like how dare anybody have an Olsen twins account where they keep up with their day-to-day like please that is not my intent at all with this comment But I do think Mm -hmm. that your podcast exists kind of in a different realm because it's like an appreciation and a discussion of like Mary-Kate and Ashley kind of through like the age of 24. Right. And then like, you know what I mean? Like, and then kind of not like, like, yeah, we talk about them in the current as it like, like as it has to do with the past. Right. But like, this is about like their shows and their work and like how much we appreciate and love them. And I think that, That kind of puts you in a different realm, but I think you're absolutely right. Like, if you think too hard about it, it's like...
1: Yeah, if you think too hard, it's just like... But then it's like, okay, there's no uh, ethical consumption under capitalism, right? Yeah,
0: and really, there's no... If you think too much about celebrity, there's like almost no ethical consumption of celebrity.
1: No, then you can just spiral. Anything, any consumption, Yeah, if you think too hard about the consumption, you can just
0: spiral and spiral. It's all so bad, but... That's why we don't think about that. We're all just trying no. to
1: live. <laughs> live our life. Live <laughs> through this corona epidemic. This Truly. pandemic.
0: <laughs> Tom fucking Hanks.
1: Tom Hanks. I can't believe news broke while you were on the Mary-Kate-Ashley brand slash Robert Thorne deep dive.
0: I know. I can't believe it. I wonder if the Robert news Thorne broke. will get corona.
1: Oh, my God. What I think is also interesting is that he had like... I read that he had a, like, a penthouse or something oh, where I he had that. like own yeah, property yeah. in the same building as Mary-Kate and Ashley.
0: That's the thing. I, I do think that we as scholars cannot make a complete conclusion because for all we know, Robert Thorne, Mary-Kate, and Ashley sit down for Thanksgiving dinner every year together. Right, yeah, like for we all really... we know, they still love him and consider him like a father figure in our thing, and feel the same way that we do—that they did that he did the absolute best that he could for right. their brand, yeah. And that we they owe never all know. of their success to him. You know what I mean? Like this is—it is hard to judge in a way because if we had Mary Kate and Ashley on record being like Robert Thorne's a fucking scum dag, like, this would be a totally different conversation. Right. But like, Which I couldn't find any of that, and I no, looked. No, there's none of that. I looked for that, too. I looked up, like, Mary-Kate and Ashley talk about Robert Thorne. Like, Mary-Kate and Ashley, Robert Thorne, 2019. Like, I looked. I kind of knew there wouldn't be because it's not their brand. You know what I, I mean? I don't like, think that that's their, their thing, their it's style. It's not their to style like, at all. To, to talk. talk. No, no, no. But... I was like well you know maybe I miss, maybe I somehow like missed this and I didn't mm-hmm. and yeah I read that thing about his penthouse and he sold it like a year or two ago and because he was back in like the most recent like news of him that I saw really was when his uh apartment went on the market in like 2017 I think right and mm-hmm. like yeah maybe he owned a an apartment in that building because he went to see Mary Kate and she was like oh my god Robert the penthouse is for sale why don't you buy it yeah, I don't think that they lived in. I think that I
1: I may have misread it, but I thought it said that they didn't live in the property that they owned. Oh, in that or same maybe, building.
0: But maybe they owned a property in there and they're like, Robert, you should buy the penthouse. It's for sale. It's a yeah. great investment. We're making yeah. a ton of money renting. What are you doing, right, Robert? Right. buy this.
1: Like, do you Could know you what imagine I imagine? Mary Kate Ashley being your landlord?
0: Yeah, I would love it. <laughs> oh my god. But do you know what I mean? For all we know, like, they're on a fucking group chat together and are, like, truly great, great friends. (laughs) So it's hard to, like, give this, like, endorsement of if we, like, I do agree with you that a lot of his quotes are creepy. But I also think, like, Hollywood is fucking creepy. Any, like, male adult in the industry is, like, probably a little creepy that's working with children. And, like, this is a an industry that literally sells children as products and like that is inherently creepy and I think you inherently have to be okay with that to have that as Mm -hmm. your career which speaks volumes about you and who I is as a person (laughs) and I don't think I could stomach that but I don't think it would be right for us to say conclusively like he was wrong or he was right because we don't Mm -hmm. know how I feel.
1: Right, we need their we need their hot takes. We need yeah. their input.
0: So when we get their their release of their text messages post mortem, right, we'll find their out their
1: diaries, their diary entries. God, what I would give.
0: Uh, I'm like, I just want five questions with honest answers. That's it. From Mary Kate Ashley. Yeah, just <laughs> five questions.
1: Yeah, just like. Uh, I the wonder question, if they will question. come back.
0: My five questions for Mary Kate and Ashley okay, are. You have them. Here we go. What was your relationship with Heath Ledger, Mary Kate? What drugs did you do, Mary Kate? Ashley, <laughs> tell me what your reality was really like. What are your feelings on Robert Thorne? Tell me about your parents.
1: Such a good I question. really want to know about their parents. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to know about their parents.
0: Uh, Where? So I want to know about
1: their fucking weird ass stepmom.
0: Oh, yeah. She's been in the picture like forever. They're still married, I think.
1: I don't think they are. They're not. I follow her on Instagram. Have oh, you... Do you? No. She, I will forward you her profile. Please she... do She is creepy.
0: She's with some other man now. Oh. I don't think. But I mean, they have, she's the mother of their half siblings. So she's right. still like, yes. Part of their family. She's not just like an ex stepmother. mother, but.
1: Right. She has yeah. No she's. To them yeah. She's the parents of their half siblings, but they're half. So I. Um, follow their half-sister on Instagram.
0: I think I've looked at her before and I didn't follow.
1: She had a photo
0: with Ashley and Mary-Kate at one point and has since deleted it. So do you it's think Mary-Kate and Ashley have uh, fences, or do you think they just look at Instagram via like the row account?
1: I don't think that they have Finstas. I agree. I don't think they even I wouldn't doubt that they just like, don't
0: even look at Instagram. I, so I think that might be, like, yes, I, part of me feels like they probably don't even really look at Instagram because they just, because it's, like, part of their therapy, right? Like, right, like, I just don't think
1: that they want to, I don't think that social media is at all part of their lives or their routine.
0: So I agree it's probably not of their routine. Teen, but I think that they probably like the reality is, is like they're pretty social and they have friends and it's like right even though they live a very tight circled life and it's a very private life like like I said I did see Mary Kate and that like they pop up at people's weddings yeah and, like they have
1: like a they lot are, of f-
0: they have a f- and their friends have like private accounts but let anyone follow them yeah so I think that like they don't have fences for sure because I think they operate in the idea that like a lot of top top celebs do where it's like anything that I post online will get exposed right and I don't think no matter what I post like a president like president's daughter level of security right right um at least like they should and I'm like I'm sure like when all those iClouds got hacked it was like doubling down on you know what Uh, I mean like doubling down on like what they're gonna post online so I'm sure that they don't have finsta's I bet they do use the row account to like look at stuff because I think the reality is, is that you can't own a business in 2020 and not be like in tune with Instagram. Right. And I mm-hmm. bet they like look, like I bet at brunch they like scroll through their friend's Instagram to like, they'll be like, oh, you have to see this person's like picture. And like, they'll take the mm. phone and like look through it and they'll be like, oh my God, look at her account. And she'll like, you know what I mean? She'll like scroll through <laughs> it for like a couple of minutes and be like, ah, oh my yeah.
1: god <laughs> this image that you're painting of i'm like wait, I the could see I'm like physically <laughs> like
0: scrolling they're like with like oh my god but then they hand the then they hand the phone back right like, or like their husbands like st- their stepchildren's you know what i mean like they look does not america right. have stepchildren. like yeah she has a step at least a stepdaughter yeah she like i bet she like looks yeah. or not like her yeah a stepdaughter mm-hmm. her stepdaughter or like uh what's his face her nieces and nephews you know like the former first children of France like, yeah I bet she like looks through their shit you know what I mean like they handle right. stuff and she like looks at it and like she like knows how Instagram it. works exactly. I'm sure exactly but it's not yeah. but I think you're right that it's not part of their everyday routine but I I think they're a little more online than you like proposed but I think that like compared to the average person they're pretty not online but they mm-hmm. like I think just the reality is is that like like, how could you not be? Like, I guess it's right. just hard for me to imagine anybody not being. So, but I mm-hmm. think it's like a very hands off way. But like, they yeah. get it.
1: I'm curious what their like texting habits are like. Yeah, I mean, I wonder. Like, I don't know. I guess they like have are they prompt texters? Are they like? Do they let people like? Are they spotty texters? I'm very.
0: I w- I feel like if I was married to Nash, I'd be a. I wouldn't be like a heavy texter. I'd be like you have to call me
1: like right. I don't know I just yeah. feel,
0: I wonder what like their level of paranoia around like putting things in word are like you know what mm. I mean like I just yeah. have to wonder and that's why I always think about like that Ashley Benson video like like do you think that they knew that she was gonna put that on Instagram yeah but like th- I think they must have they because must like, have known. I think that like, Kara probably was like, "Can Ashley post this?" And they're like, "Okay." Right. Yeah. <laughs> like because I think that Kara isn't famous enough to like fuck over the Olsen twins. Right. Do you? Yeah. Do you, no. You know what
1: I'm saying? Right. Like, I like think she. Yeah. She needs to tread.
0: She needs yeah. to tread, tread, tread like. Yeah. Lightly. Like I just think that like Kara wouldn't want to burn that bridge with the old right. twins um that she would post that like if it wasn't okay and it never got taken down right like it's still right up. no I don't think so so I think that she must have had like their permission which that also leads me to believe that like they're they're aware and they're online enough. I just think not through their own accounts. Like because I mm-hmm. think if they really didn't want to be online at all and they saw that Ashley posted that like I think they would have made them take it down. Right. Is it still up? Yeah, it, it is. Was up, yeah, because I've looked at it like semi recently and remember thinking like, wow, it's still up. Yeah, it's still up. I don't think.
1: Wow. Hi. Hi, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I've watched it like a hundred times. It's just <laughs> to, to see you soon. <laughs> what do you think that meant?
0: I, I think it means that they're doing something with Kara. Yeah. I think it probably. makes sense. Like Kara's probably doing row stuff or you know, I, what mean, I mean there like- was like
1: the the hypothesis that they were doing um like making the like a wedding dress for them.
0: God, I would love that. God. I hope they get married and have double wedding dresses. I From the Cara row. We- I wonder if Kara will will wear a dress or a suit.
1: Oh, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having yeah. me on. I
1: have to go Thank to, you you to for go coming bed back. now. I know. It's so late where you are. I know. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, it's like seven here. So, yeah, it is. It's, it's yeah. pretty late.
0: It was well, thrilling shit. to talk about. I love talking I know. about branding and my Thank
1: <laughs> you. I am so glad that we were able to have this talk. I've been waiting for it for a long time. And Thank I learned you for so much to about to my,
0: uh To my moral philosophy class regarding celebrity. Of course.
1: No, children. I learned so much. I did learn so much. So before you go, though, pl- make sure you plug um, Feathers. It's Feathers in My Hair. Yeah. Right? So
0: I have a podcast called Feathers in My Hair. It's a Teen Mom podcast. If you don't watch Teen Mom, don't feel bad. But I do have, like, if you want to poke around, I do have some episodes. Like, I recently did an episode about the Duggars that I think is really good. Um, Ooh. It's, like, two and a half hours long of Duggar talk. I suggest you listen to it. I did an episode – around Thanksgiving on the documentary, The Wild and Wonderful Whites, West Virginia, which is, it's probably one of the funniest things that I've ever recorded uh, with my friend Troy, who's been on this podcast, Troy and I did it. Um, I am, I have a couple like bonus episodes where I just kind of like talk about myself and answer questions about myself. So if you liked me and you want to hear me, I would suggest checking out those episodes. And if you want to find me on social media, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at BentleyLiz1.
1: Oh, there you go! Look at that spiel.
0: Yeah, well, I'm a professional podcaster. I know you are. You're <laughs> <laughs> make like eleven dollars. I'm like, this is my career.
1: <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. I make I make no money from this, and I'm like, yeah, it's like I'm trying to get my work to let me be like on like a podcast team because like they have a podcast studio, and I want to be God, like,
0: they should let you. <laughs>
1: I know. So we'll see. We'll see if it happens.
0: <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Well, thank you so All much. Right. Thanks for coming on. Bye. Bye. <laughs>